Hello, and welcome to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am Steph, and I'm the owner and creative director of Vim. Vim's mission is to showcase the enthusiasm and passion of business leaders nationwide. I cannot wait to have you listen to the show and stick around. At the end, we talk a little bit about how you can be my next guest. All right. We are back with another episode of the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I'm so excited. We have Elise Jenkins. She is the founder and executive director of Ella's House. And um, as we have become accustomed to here on the show, we are going to dive right in with my hard-hitting question. Um, Elise, Elise, right? Yes. Elise, what is your why? That is a great question. Uh, my why is, I think, kind of starts back where my story with my own family kind of starts. So I actually found myself unexpectedly pregnant my senior year of college. Um, I had been diagnosed with cancer as a child and been told from the age of 11 on that I would never be able to have children, um, that if I did, I was going to need to adopt. And um was very surprised when I found out I was pregnant my senior year. Um, And I was lucky enough to be surrounded by a family and boyfriend, who's now my husband, um, who were supportive of me and wanted to help me finish my degree. That was important to me, just completing my bachelor's degree at that point. Um, And they did everything they could to make sure that I felt like loved and cared for while I did that. And although I had all this support, also being pregnant in college can be really isolating. Um, You're just on a whole different wavelength than a lot of the people around you who are celebrating this season of life that they're in and, you know, staying up late and pulling all nighters. And as a pregnant first trimester, 21 year old, I was not going out to bars. I was like so sick, so tired and just like wanted to be in bed all the time. So I felt like while my friends were great and also so supportive, I was doing a totally different life stage than them suddenly. Um, And so my why is kind of twofold. The first part of that is to make sure that every woman who finds herself in a similar situation feels she is supported, even if it's just by us. If no one else supports her, that, you know, we at Ella's house do and love her and like want anything she wants for herself, like we are there to just back her up on it. Um, And it also, the second part of that is making sure that these women feel connected to a community. Um, I've heard time and time again from women that the difference for them would have been seeing somebody who had done it and who Mm -hmm. had finished and made it and they didn't have that. Um, So letting these women have a community of other women doing a similar thing, I think is kind of the backbone of why Ella's house got started. I love that. And so do you service people, service women nationwide? Is it just within your local community? How, how do the women, how does this community look to them? Absolutely. So right now we have just started, we're in our, I guess, second full year of operation, but first full year of actually being a house. Um, So we just work in the greater Nashville community right now, serving um, pregnant and parenting collegiate students, um, ages 18 to 24. 
And I would love to have places all over, whether it be Ella's house or other um, places like Ella's house that have like a really non-judgmental, welcoming, supportive community. Um, but for now, I need to get <laughs> Nashville under order and like kind of, I think, test out the ropes here in Nashville before we expand anywhere else. So right now we're just serving the greater Nashville area. Oh, that's so great. I love that your goal is so broad. It's it's clearly needed. So how right now um, are, are women finding you through word of mouth? How is that working? Yes, I think it's been a lot of word of mouth. Um, it's been a lot of being in interviews, talking to people, um, and then our social media. So having a really strong team do our social media, specifically our Instagram, I think is a great way to connect with collegiate students um, and kind of spread the word that way. So hopefully when a girl finds out she's unexpectedly pregnant, somebody knows about us and can be like, hey, have you heard of Ella's house? Like, this is all the stuff they offer. Go to their website. Yeah. And so our, the focus you had said are collegiate students. So um, do you partner with some of the schools and locally to make sure that they are aware of Ellis House and that once they're learning of their students finding themselves pregnant, that they can kind of refer and recognize or uh, share about Ellis House? Yeah, absolutely. So my mom is also the director of operations, which has been so fun and crazy to work with my mom, but it's been great. She has a huge background in nonprofit. And she insisted that before we even like open the doors to her house, we spent four months just meeting with colleges in the Nashville area because there's over 20 in the oh, Nashville wow. area. So just meeting with the colleges, meeting with like the women's center, the mental health center, the health center, title nine coordinators at all these different colleges, making sure that they're aware of what we offer and how we can partner with them to keep their students in school and finish out their degrees. Oh, that's so smart of your mom. And what a blessing to have. Is she a, a COO in a past life? Was she in her, some past careers? Yes, yes, yes. She has been in nonprofit since I was a little girl. So this feels like a natural switch for her, but it's been really fun to be able to work together in a more professional way than just, you know, managing our family. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's so awesome. So I always like to ask this, so, cause it's very clear, like, you know, your why is to give others a community, others who have gone through something similar to you, a community so that they a feel supported, B know that it's possible. I think it's funny. Someone might listen to that and think, well, of course, of course they can do it. Of course others have done it, but until you're walking in the shoes of something unknown, it's so unknown to you. And it feels like, can I do this? Is it doable? You know, has anyone done this? I know it seems, it might seem silly to others because people are doing things, hard things, challenging things all day long, but you do, you feel so like you're on an island and alone often when you're taking on these new challenges. So I love that those two things are at the forefront of your focus. What is some of your earliest memories, if you have any, of where maybe not for women who find themselves unexpectedly pregnant, but building a community or rallying around others to support them. Like you have to have some memory, I would think of you doing that. Do you have anything that comes to mind? Yes. So my mom growing up had a nonprofit she ran called Live to Give. And the whole premise of Live to Give was 
started out as elementary students when we were in elementary school and went up to high school students when we were farther along. But the whole premise was taking these underserved communities in our area and partnering with them to help serve their um, clients or community. Um, so each month we would pick a different service project and the kids would plan it and go ahead and do whatever it was. So whether it be like delivering Easter baskets to the trailer park or decorating cookies at a nursing home, I feel like I've always been shown through what my mom and dad did growing up that you know community is important supporting others is important um and i think my cancer diagnosis being surrounded by so mm -hmm. many people who did support me um and really came out to physically show their support was so amazing for me so i want like these women to experience the same thing even though their situation is like vastly different right yeah, that reminder that you had gone through that cancer diagnosis as a young child, um, that that rallying crowd that literally comes around um, at such a young age probably instilled a lot of like, this was helpful. This is what I needed. And so to be able to kind of bring that back to the forefront for Ella's house and knowing from your own personal experience, that was what I needed at the time. And then to find yourself pregnant in senior year of college, this is what I need now. Like that was a really beautiful correlation that you could pull from. It is. Yeah. I always say that like even the hardest things that we go through are for a reason. And it's been interesting, like looking back to see like all the things that people might perceive as like really sucky stuff that's happened or hard things that have happened and how it's now integrated into my profession and passion and you know, what I love to do. So how, how do you instill or do you instill some of the same idea of community, not just by providing community, but what are the women who are with Ella's house? Um, what do they pull away from other than the community? Like what kind of core values are instilled in them that you see stay? And I know it's been just a couple of years, but what are some of the fun, like unexpected, wow, I didn't think these women would walk away with these things after spending time with you? Yeah, I think um, more of a sense of confidence than they had. Mm -hmm. It can be kind of like a huge hit to your confidence to kind of have your plans deviate from what you imagined they would be like. Um, none of these girls imagined they would be pregnant in college. Um, so having that kind of confidence back in themselves and what they can do is amazing. Oftentimes when they come, um, it is a lot of unknown. I, I don't know if I can do this. This is so hard. I don't know if I want to do this. Um, and you know, we're happy to sit in that. And we're also excited when it turns out that they prove themselves wrong and like they can do it and they've done it. Um, I think the mentorship we have helps a lot. We've had a lot of women step up who have had unexpected pregnancies in the past and offer to partner with our current residents, which has been really amazing and awesome. Um, I had the chance to speak to a few women a couple months ago. Um, they were ages 18 to 80, and they all had had unexpected pregnancies in their you know teen college years and just to hear the similarities in the stories between the 18 year old and the 80 year old was incredibly 
sad and yeah. um, also incredibly inspiring. So I'm I'm really thankful that the women who have had similar experiences are stepping up to get involved. Yeah. That's so amazing. What a vast range of women to hear from. And, and yes. I mean, to think of, I mean, I know you had said 80, to think of the experience that an 80 year old back then would have had the stigma, the challenges. I mean, even as a woman being in college, and I'm not sure if, if the unexpected pregnancy for that 80 year old happened during, during college, but even for women back then to to be finding themselves going through college was such a special thing. And then to have something that feels so like it's going to stunt you, I've got to imagine that individual, that individual story was probably awe striking. You were probably so excited to hear her story. It was really amazing. Yes. And we've had quite a bit of the, you know, older generation set forward and um, whether they adopted or aborted or ended up having the baby, just their story surrounding the circumstance of finding out and kind of how they decided what path they would go down is so amazing to me. And I'm constantly in awe of people's bravery and just like sharing their, their stories. Yeah. I love that. I have a question that I've never asked before. And so my, my thought here is your passion stems so much from you had this circumstance of cancer, but then you also have this mother and possibly father figure. You had parents who were very, shared your core values, very passionate, very community driven, very confidence building. Clearly like this was instilled in you very young. Do you think those who are listening, who are entrepreneurial minded, who maybe didn't have those stories or didn't have that support through their parents, how can they pull from from their life circumstances and pull out some passions and still kind of lead like you lead? Yeah, I think I would say to them similar what I say to the girls at Ella's house with not a lot of, you know, familial support or familial people behind them. Um, find your champion people. Like it doesn't have to be your parents. It can be a friend. It can be a partner. It can be a mentor, find people who can help pull that out of you. Um, and, you know, not everyone's blessed with amazing family situations. That's unfortunate, but it's the truth of it. And yeah. so being able to find people who share your values and can help um, develop them and just see the best in you, I think is really important. I love that you do that, that you have those kind of conversations at Ella's house, because I think um, and I've, I have a son, but he was, I got him when he was five. So stepson. So I never had all of the maternal emotions that go along with it, but I've, I have so many friends in my life who have children and so much of their purpose. And even my own mother, who's now, you know, we're grown and doing our own things. And she's going through this path of, well, what is my purpose? What brings me joy? Um, what are my passions? I've got to imagine at Ella's house, a lot of the work you're doing is helping women recognize what they can be passionate about or what they are passionate about. Um, can you tell me how that looks and what kind of exercises you're working with? Because listeners, if, if uh, Elise is doing this with women who are in this moment where they feel like nothing else is going to be the same, 
if you're struggling, whether you're an entrepreneur or, you know, retiring or just at this pivot stage of life, you might be questioning, how do I come up with my passions? How, you know, they're sitting here telling us, Elise and Steph are saying, you know, these are the passions that we drive our business with, but how do I tap into what that is for me? Do you, Am I assuming too much? Do you work with the women on that? No, absolutely. We have a lot of wonderful people who step in and do, you know, wellness kind of seminars on things. And we have a resident director there who's fabulous, who is there with the women every day, kind of having these tough conversations. But one of the things that it feels like it comes back to often is looking having the women take a look at their lives and see what makes them happy. You know, if you have an hour to yourself, what would you do if you could do anything in the world? Um, and kind of asking those questions, asking like conversations with what kind of people make you feel alive. Like, what do you just love talking about? Recognizing those things and then kind of taking a step back and looking at it from a big picture, I think helps a lot of these women to see what they're passionate about, what their future path could be. Um, a lot of them come into Ella's house and have some degree of um, prenatal depression, mm -hmm. which is totally understandable that the rates for unexpected pregnancy and depression um, are almost three times more than without. So we expect that coming in, but it's also means that we have to be prepared to have a lot of these conversations talking about what brings someone joy, what brings someone passion, what brings life to them. Yeah. I, I just think it's, um, you know, purpose is easier to, to diagnose, I feel like, right? When you're pregnant, it's like, okay, my purpose is now this baby. You know, when the baby's out, it's this toddler, it's raising, it's it's all those stages. And so I, I share a similar, like, thought process, but going back to my mom, who's at the stage of going to be retiring literally next month. And we're having similar conversations of, okay, well, what, what does purpose look like for you? What are your passions? Like we're having the same conversation. And so I think it's funny, um, funny in this very serendipitous way of all of these stages of life, um, these big moments, whether it's pregnancy, retirement, you know, getting a new job or graduating from a stage, we have to kind of reflect and do some introspection work. And I just don't think our, our um, community, our world, what is the word I want right now? I can't think of it, but society, our society doesn't equip us with that at all. Not at all. And like you said, there's so many stages, whether it be like the loss of a job, a move, becoming a parent, there's so many life stages where these questions kind of come up and your whole identity shifts in like the blink of an eye and you have to kind of scramble and figure out what is your purpose? What is your passion in this life stage? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, I love that so much. So, um, a dish, I, I mean, br women, houses, foundations, um, similar to yours, how are they, how are you different? Like what, because, right, we're talking a lot of deep stuff here, but what are some of the surface levels that first attract some of the women to Ella's house? Okay, yeah, I think that um, we're the only one of our kind in Nashville right now that provides housing for collegiate women. Um, we have some amazing nonprofits in the community who offer resources for unexpected pregnancies or they offer resources for teen pregnancies. We have nothing in this collegiate space um, 
and nothing at all for housing. Okay. Um, so that really sets us apart. I think in a broader scope than just Nashville, I would hope that what sets us apart is a really non-judgmental, just loving, accepting space where women can come with like whatever they're feeling about their pregnancy or about parenting and feel like, you know, they're not going to be judged. They're not going to be told what to do. Um, I love a spirit of just like letting people live their own lives and um, having a lot of autonomy about their decisions. And I think that shows through in what Ella's house does. I love that. I love, I, I didn't realize, and I maybe a miss on my part that you guys provide housing as much as, you know, we went right into some of the, the emotional and mental um, elements of what you provide just because we dove so hard into passion right off the bat. Um, and so I'm so glad that you got to kind of share that there's this housing element. I would imagine you guys are working possibly with some of the other nonprofits to help with other needs, like, you know, maybe clothing and nursing things of that nature, I would imagine. Absolutely. So our three kind of pillars, if you will, are um, support, wellness, and community. So Support kind of falls under that, um, whether it be baby items, baby clothes, physical housing. Um, we try to either partner with other nonprofits or provide those ourselves. And then the wellness component, we talk quite a bit about, you know, having yeah. these seminars, having um, counseling resources available, having educational resources available, tutoring if they need it, mentors. Um, and then community. We have like really fun, I think they're fun. I don't like that word, but I think there's some community <laughs> events um, that women can come to, whether they're staying with us or not, you know, bring their kids to, whether it's coffee and like walking in the park or movie night, pizza making night. We are just excited to like kind of be a catalyst to bring these women together. I love that. And so if any of the listeners are, uh, whether they're resonating because they've been in a similar situation to the women of Ella's house and yourself or just passionate about, you know, community and support. I love that support community and wellness. What a phenomenal, you know, three pillars to, to really help others see in Ella's house, what you guys stand for and what they can expect from you. Um, so you had mentioned that there's a lot of kind of events going on. Are there anything, is there anything coming up that either locals to Nashville can kind of expect and get excited around or anyone listening who's not local who wants to support can kind of jump on to. Absolutely. So there's tons of ways to get involved with Ella's house. We always need help with volunteers. We have family dinners once a week. So if you want to drop off a meal or send a meal via DoorDash, um, people can look at our website, ellishouse.org for how to get involved with that. Um, you have a story you want to share. We're always looking to be able to share these with our residents and the women who come in. So if you're comfortable with that, shoot us an email. Um, we would love to hear your story and get in touch with you. We have a big fall fundraiser coming up and we have one in the spring as well. So you can check out our website for details on that. And yeah, I would hope all the information's on the website, but we would <laughs> love for people to be involved, whether they're close in Nashville or far away, there's like a way for everybody to be involved. I love that. Absolutely. And we will make sure in the show notes, um, on the audio and the video episodes that you guys have a link to Elisa's website, to Ella's house. Um, and all the information will be there when, as soon as it's populated, I'm sure. Thank you. Thank so, you. Well, gosh, well, thank you so much for coming on. And I, 
I just am very honored that you have chosen to do the work you do. And it, it's very beautiful that it's in a space where there's no one else. And so it's so needed. Well, I appreciate you having me on the show. It's been delightful to chat with you. Awesome. All right. Well, guys, until next time. Steph here. Thank you so much for listening to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. If you are a successful business owner and you lead your business with passion, we'd love to feature you on our show. We'd love to share with the world what makes your business great and how you have intentionally led passion throughout your business. Also, if you got any value or little tidbits from this episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode and share it on your favorite social media platform. Be sure to tag us so we can properly thank you and we love deepening our connection with our listeners. We are regularly putting out new episodes to feature leaders such as yourself who lead with passion on purpose. So be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss any future episodes. For more episodes, guest information, or details on the show, please visit getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. That's getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. Once again, I'm Steph. I am the owner and creative director at Vim. And thank you for listening to the show.